nothing to watch on TV. That's why you're listening to Barrett Talk on DVRadio.net. WDVR. This ain't reality TV! It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Well, isn't that special? Bloody... Don't you think you should rephrase that? Mom, mama said, my mama said, mama said that. My mom. Good day, sir! Now class is dismissed, gentlemen. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Oh, God damn it, Bonerwood, that's just not even fair. This is Bags Talk. This is inside the nuthouse, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting a D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recoil. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer, it's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's going to be even more entertaining. Illogical. Oh, wow. the DD radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Mine shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love and military barracks talking around the smoke. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? Oh, wow. <laughs> You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. That is how it is right on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It is January 13th, 2024. It's Barrett's Talk Live. You're listening to us on podcast. Where you can find us at would be Podbean and Spotify and Pandora and most major plat- podcast platforms or wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Uh, I believe Google is going to be doing away with Google Podcasts soon because they've been doing away with Google Podcasts for like the last 10 years. <clears throat> and they're going to move it strictly over to YouTube. I don't know. It's stupid. Google is YouTube. YouTube is who fucking knows. Anyway, I I <laughs> listen to us on Google Podcasts. It'll be moving over to YouTube sometime. Uh, I don't know when. Just. Just fucking be on the lookout. I don't know. I am Boner Woods tonight. We got a full fucking house up in here. Uh, sadly, we do not have recoil. He is doing some family stuff, having some fun, I hope. And uh, he stays safe up there in the cold Amish fucking country. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> tonight, from the very cold parts of Alaska, it's none other than the pig man himself, Mr. Oink. You brother, we've having a heat wave, man. We're 25 degrees above zero. This those guys in Montana and the Midwest and shit are freezing their nuts off right about now. You did say above zero, right? I just want to clarify. For yes, you. we are 25 plus Montana and some of the places that I've uh, got some friends at. They're like minus 25 below. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 definitely a different world for them right now. So definitely a little bit of shrinkage up in that area. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not around the waist, just below the waist, if you don't know him. <laughs> All I think about when I hear shrinkage is the Seinfeld episode where they go on that fucking trip to the, I think it's the Hamptons or whatever. And George is so upset because he's getting out of the pool and she sees him and he's like, there was shrinkage. And George's like, there was definite shrinkage. He was like, it was shrinkage. And then they ask Elaine, they're like, you know about shrinkage, right? And she's like, what? And she's like, oh, that, that, that shrinks? Why? <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's like a scared little turtle. He goes back into his shell. <laughs> I'm like, this is so great. Love me some Seinfeld. Well, I just got back from swimming in the pool, and the water was cold. Uh, you mean shrinkage? Yes. Significant shrinkage. So you you feel you were shortchanged? Yes. Couldn't you at least tell her about the shrinkage factor? No, I'm not going to tell her about your shrinkage. Besides, I, I think women know about shrinkage. How do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? Oh. Do women know about shrinkage? What do you mean, like laundry? <laughs> no. Like when a man goes swimming afterwards? It shrinks? <laughs> turtle why does it shrink it just does I don't know how you guys walk around with those things anyway <laughs> back down here in the lower 48 as Oink likes to call us because that's discrimination um, down in Florida <laughs> we, we have <laughs> The Marine Crown Eater himself, the Psych Ward CEO Supervisor Gang Gang. It's none other than Mr. Sergeant Wardog. What's happening, baby? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then somewhere around there, up north to the west in Colorado from MBR Radio, we got Mr. Joel. I don't know if he can hear us, but he's muted, so I'm guessing he can't. I don't know. Um, he couldn't hear us earlier. He was having technical difficulties. Uh, and then in the backwoods of North Kakalaki down here, my neighbor, none other than Watai Wood Turnings himself, Joaquin Watai, Mr. JJ. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, how are you, daddy? <laughs> Jesus. God damn it, Bo. I've got friends that hate that voice. They're like, so creepy. I'm like, creepy. Why? They're like, because you sound like a child. <laughs> you guys hear me now? Yes, we can yes. now. Yes. Daddy said he could hear you too. <laughs> God damn it, bro. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, going on right now at dvradio.net on the DV Radio store through, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, the old, well, it can't be the 11th, the 16th, <laughs> excuse me, January 16th, you can get free shipping on all orders. So if you go to dvradio.net, click on the DV Radio store, you can get free shipping. If you hit the redeem button, if you don't hit the redeem button, you can get free shipping uh, on all of your orders. We do have one of the first 12 designs to celebrate DV Radio's 10-year anniversary. Um, I know some people are like, oh, it's just a design. Yeah, celebrating DB Radio's 10 years, man. I'm pretty fucking proud of that. I think the rest of us are too. So uh, go over there, grab your shit with some free shipping. Uh, don't forget, you got Sergeant War Dog, PTS Dog, Patsy Ross, DV Farm, and then DV Against DV and Your Life Matters. All of that goes towards Change Unchained. You can find out more about Change Unchained by going to changeunchained.com. Say that 16 times fast and then come back to me. <laughs> in one breath, mind you. <laughs> um, 
Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, if you didn't know, just a few days ago, we had a very, very, very special day. Um, if you missed the post, it was none other than our very own DV6's birthday. So we had to give him a shout out. And yes, I have told people he's 60 years old because for the past like five or six years, he said he's like 52 the whole every year. And he has to ask Google or myself how old he actually is. He's 58. So when we say he's 60, he gets really fucking pissed. So <laughs> not, only that, not, not only that, let me tell you this. DV6 is so bad at remembering shit that it took him almost two full years to save my landline to the DV farm uh, phone book on the phone. And then when I switched cell phones, I told him, I was like, this is my number. This is my mom's number. You need to put it in there now. Blah, 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 blah. Well, lo and behold, Mr. DV6 never put either of our numbers into his cell phone. So on his birthday at 930 in the morning, I said, hey, pumpkin, happy birthday. I'm so proud of you, my big boy, making 60. Aren't you proud? Dude, he literally lost his shit. He was like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but I think you have the wrong goddamn number. <laughs> <laughs> he was legitimately, and it was great because me and uh, Google and my mom were all in on it. It was so fucking hilarious. And then, of course, I had to give it away. And I went, oh, bless your heart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was so great. And, and then his response was, damn it, Bo. Well, well, no, he tried to play it cool. He's like, the bless your heart gave it away. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I just wish that Google had a re had recorded his fucking reaction. <laughs> like, Cause I, I could, me and my mom were talking about, I said, he's fucking sitting there right now, cussing the fuck out of that cell phone, not knowing who the fuck it is. And when he <laughs> finds out, he's going to be like, that little fucking bastard, I'm a fucking kill him. That goddamn <laughs> dickhead. Like I could just hear him. Cause we all know six about this point. We know <laughs> where he goes. <laughs> like he goes to the darkest, deepest depths of the darkest areas you could imagine. <laughs> But yeah, uh, he did have his birthday the other day, January night. So if you didn't get to wish him a happy birthday, uh, you can on the DV farm or DV radio page under the post. And uh, <laughs> I'm 60 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, we do have a guest tonight. We have Miss Alice. How you doing, girl? Hello, hello. Hola. ¿Cómo estás? Estoy bien. ¿Puedo hablar español? Uh, ¿Yo quiero Taco Bell? I, I got nothing. <laughs> so, funny story. The guy that done the voice of the Taco Bell dog that went, the ghetto Taco Bell. He actually done so many voices, it's not even funny. Like, on Fairly Odd Parents, he played Mr. and Mrs. Crocker and the Latin fairy who, like, tried to romance Wanda. Don't ask me why I know all these characters in a cartoon that's literally made for children. <laughs> I just, I do, I do. 
an entertainment buff. Anyway, um, most voice actors do a ton of voices that you probably recognize when you go to conventions and there's a voice mm-hmm. actor who's there. Um, most of the artist alley people have these collage posters with all the different characters that they did. Yeah. Yeah. It's really amazing. They're so talented and I hate, and I know we're a society where let's label everything, but I hate labeling them voice actors, right? Because they're doing more than voice acting. They're not just wearing a voice. They are putting on an entire persona. They, I've seen these people in the studio. They are like, they are everything that character is in that moment. Like it's so good. Like, <laughs> Anyway, um, I need to stop geeking out for a minute. I'm all (laughs) for nerding out over voice actors, but I think we had some other topics for today. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this right now. I have spoke personally to Jad. Do you know who Jad is? Mm, I don't think so. James Arnold Taylor. He done Obi-Wan Kenobi and he done Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. He's done a plethora of other fucking. He's great. I love that man. Like. (laughs) Props to him. Anyway, yes, we do have other topics uh, to discuss tonight. First and foremost, um, since you said we've never had you on, and I could have swore we did, but like you said, we've we've said what you've said in chat so many times on, on the episodes that it probably felt like you were right here with us. But, um, <laughs> and I've personally spoke with you, so that probably just bled into everything else. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, we'll go into why you're on tonight. Yeah, um, I'm Alice the Amazon. I'm Amazon because I'm real tall and real strong. I started listening back in 20, uh, 2011. No, uh, 2015, 2016-ish. You guys had like maybe about 50 episodes up on Podbean. I started um, listening to them on there, and then Bo got all flustered that I kept commenting on there. He said, you know, we got a live radio show, right? So... <laughs> I skipped commenting on uh, the old Podbean episodes, and then I started joining in on uh, the DV radio episodes. Um, Then I joined the Army. I started listening from Guam. I'm sure Bo was tickled pink by seeing this one teeny little dot all over in the middle of the Pacific. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I did my time as a generator mechanic. I got medically retired. I uh, left the army out of Fort Campbell and then uh, moved to Texas because, you know, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, before I joined the army, I found out about this thing called Reeves Across America. It's a charity that has the goal of um, raising money to uh, buy all these wreaths. And their goal is to lay a wreath at um, the grave of every fallen soldier um, in the United States. So um, one of their big taglines is uh, remember, uh, don't. Uh, be told to I'm messing this up. I'm not an official representative, but um, their thing is um, you die once when you actually die and then you die again when your name is forgotten. So they make a big point of uh, when the volunteers show up to the laboratories, they make a big point of stop, take a minute, 
read the name out loud, then put down the reef. Um, as you can imagine, it um, has potential to be a really powerful um, emotional type of mo uh, moment. I used to live just outside of um, Washington, D.C. for a while. My grandpa um, was actually on the board for uh, the Vietnam Veterans Wall Memorial. So every Memorial Day, we'd go up there and me, two feet tall, I'd pass out flags to the veterans on the tree line. So um, it was real nice to get involved with Reads Across America, too. Um, that was a real special um event because you had literally everything from civil air defense to four star generals, admirals. Uh, you had all kinds of uh, chess candy on all kinds of people's this, that, and whatnot. You had all the ROTC kids. You had all the junior enlisted. And I found out about so many different military things that I didn't even know was military. Um, so... When I got out, um, I'm down here in Texas now, and the DFW uh, National Cemetery, it's a little bit smaller than Arlington, but it's still um, got a really powerful um, experience showing up to help out. So the laying of the wreaths has already been done. Now, the date for cleanup is happening on the 20th. That's this upcoming Saturday. And they're going to start at 8 a.m. And then they're going to go until they've cleaned up the whole cemetery. Awesome. Now, I know that it's already passed for 2023 to lay the wreaths. Uh, what yes. time frame do they actually do the wreath laying? Um, it's normally about December 17th, 16th, 17th, 18th. Um, if I look real quick, I think it's actually going to be the 14th this year. Uh, December 14th on a Saturday is going to be when, when they lay the wreaths for 2024. Right. Okay. And just so everybody knows, these are all sponsored. They don't, this isn't government funded or anything. These are sponsored by just normal people, businesses and stuff like that. And right now, over on wreathacrossamerica.org, you can actually go over there. And if you want to sponsor any of the wreaths, they are $17 each. And their goal for this year uh, is just over 16270 And I think they've got uh, 110 sponsored so far, if I remember from reading my notes right. <clears throat> and um, uh, hopefully, DV Radio can help sponsor them at some point. Uh, this year when they when they exceed their goal for um buying wreaths they overflow to local smaller cemeteries so it doesn't matter uh which cemetery you support um the overflow will go somewhere it'll go to even smaller and sometimes private uh cemeteries that's awesome so no matter what it is going to no uh, matter what it's going somewhere right um, so what got you interested in this? Because I know you're like the rest of us sitting here. You're all about anything you can do for veterans and remembering veterans and resources and all that. But what got you into this in particular? 
Um, I got into memorial stuff in general because of my grandpa. My grandpa um, served during Vietnam. Uh, he didn't actually deploy, but he was logistics in Washington. So he saw all the guys come back and he um, kind of secondhand saw a lot of stuff. Um, he got really deeply involved with uh, the Vietnam Wall Memorial and um Ever since I was too small to really understand what a big deal it was, um, I kind of learned what a big deal it was by seeing certain things there. And then that got me into uh, volunteering for other stuff, too. Um, I volunteered for a warrior's retreat um, up close to Walter Reed Hospital. Um, it's this big house where people get to um People with amputations, cancer, uh, sickness, and that kind of stuff, um, they get to get out of the hospital and their family gets to visit them for free. Um, I can get you information about that if you'd like to look into that for a future episode. But um, that was another volunteer thing that I got real big into. Um, and I just kind of found out about Reese Across America um, living up in the D.C. area. And um, the first time I went, um, it's just the tiniest little things that you see around you that when you explain it to some other person, when you try to put it to words, it's not half as powerful as uh, seeing it yourself. Yeah, it's uh, it's different when you're watching it on TV than it is actually participating it really is. Um, it's hugely different. It, it's so more, it, it's so much more empowering and, and emotional. Uh, so is there a certain place this is going to be at? <laughs> Woo! That's right. You tell me. <laughs> Get it. Get them puppers out there. <laughs> um, where exactly is this cleanup taking place this year? It's taking place at anywhere where they put out reads. I know that it's going to be at all national cemeteries across America, um, but there's some smaller cemeteries. If you go to reedsacrossamerica.org and use the search function, you can put in your local zip code. You can put in a cemetery near you. You can uh, check for locations around you and pick a spot. Um, if you know someone who's buried at a particular place, um, they, it's probably got a wreath laid there. Um, one of my you favorite, can find, sorry, yeah. one of my favorite quotes on on their website. <laughs> I was like, "This is this, this had to be a DV." <laughs> they're, talk, they're talking about cleaning it up, and they go, "Bring your hockey and broomsticks for faster cleanup." <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, that would so be a fucking DV in the middle of a national cemetery cleaning there up. There are trees. plenty of DVs who show up. Knocking the fuck out of some reeds going, hey man, watch this shot. <laughs> Knocking it from the headstone. So what they so yeah. what they do, what they do with the reeves and with the hockey sticks and the broomsticks and whatnot is um you kind of loop the reeves on it. Mm -hmm. If you're by yourself, you hold one end of the stick and then you put the reeves on and then you hold the other end of the stick. Um, but one of the um, one of the most touching things that I saw, um, one of the more meaningful uh, ways that I saw someone pick it up was it was a group of three people. 
there was one person standing at the back holding the end of two different sticks. And then there was one person on one side and there was another person on the other side holding the end of the two sticks. So um, they're standing, so they're covering two rows of graves and like a funeral procession with the honor and dignity of a funeral procession, um, they lean over, pick up a wreath and put it on, pause for a second. They take a couple steps forward, then pause, lean over, pick up a wreath, put it on and then move forward. Mm-hmm. It had it had the power just of a funeral procession. It was the simplest little thing that um, was just awesome to see. Yeah. And not only are they uh, the overflow going to other cemeteries, but what I really like about, you know, cleaning up the wreaths is if you're somebody that's like a farmer has a lot livestock, you can actually go and help this clean up and you can take as many as you want and feed them to your livestock. If you want, if not, they just recycle and uh, compose them. But Yeah, I took a car full of the old ones back, and that was a great fire starter. Everybody likes to like Christmas trees. Wreaths are a little bit safer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really love this, and and I've heard about Wreaths Across America, um, but I didn't I didn't even know they had a website. I'm not gonna lie. Until um, so you, you yeah, wreathsacrossamerica.org. It's real easy to find locations, dates, times, and all that good stuff. Yeah, it, it looks. It looks like they've been doing a lot over the last, what is it, um, 24 years. Yeah, they've been going since 24. <laughs> yep, they've grown, done a lot of growing in that time. Yeah, um, <laughs> they've been going <laughs> since 2010. Um, <laughs> 24 fucking years. I can't math tonight. Um, <laughs> it's not polite to math in public. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> Over the last 14 years, they've done a lot, obviously, and, and I love that it's just it seems so minuscule as to what they're doing. But obviously for us, all of us sitting here and, and anybody else that listens to the show or is a veteran or whatever, it's not just touching. It's it's reassuring that somebody even gives a down to say, OK, we need to remember our fallen and this is one of the best ways we can do it. Um, so I, I love that. Now you and I were talking about, uh, getting some people together for this. Is there a particular place that you would like to get people together to help clean up or just wherever? If there happens to be anybody, um, who is able to meet up at the DFW national cemetery, I would really like to recreate, um, that procession that I saw the first time I started at Reese across America. So um, if I could just get a couple more people where we can set up groups of three, um, I would love that. That'd be awesome. Um, my boyfriend, he's got a family member in uh, section 12 of DFW National Cemetery. And I've got a friend, uh, she's got a brother who's buried in uh, Section 63. So um, I'd really like to do some work in those particular sections. But if anybody 
um, who's able to go to DFW National Cemetery, um, has any friends or families buried there, um, I would love to work on those sections too. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll be making a post about this yeah. uh, because it is the 13th and it's next Saturday when all this uh, takes place. Yes. So between now and next Saturday, Saturday the 20th, starting at 8 a.m. Yeah, we'll definitely have a couple of posts to hopefully help spread the word, not only for you, but for any other uh, national cemeteries that are out there. Um, Oink, JJ, uh, War Dog, Joel, you guys got any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions for Miss Alice Z Amazon? Uh, I don't have any real <laughs> questions, but perusing the website there, it's not just here in uh across America either. It's actual cemeteries at uh, overseas as well, from what I can see on the on their map. Uh such places as the Philippines and, you know, Guam and and uh, a few other locations there in Europe. So, you know, it's not just here in America, but it's, you know, uh, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And you know, that's another thing I think that we sort of take for granted here in the States is that most of the time when somebody dies, they're here, right? You can go this or whenever. Um, that's not the case with a lot of our, our fallen. That's, that's just not the case. And it doesn't just have to be, you know, an American soldier. It could have been our allies or, or whatever, like Europe and, and stuff like that. So I, I love that even though it's reads across America, it's not just America. Right. Um, so that's, that's another and that's something they're able to do with the really high numbers of um, sponsorships that they get um, from everyday people. When you go to the website and sponsor a reef, um, the more that's sponsored, the more they're able to go out and do. Like when I started, um, they were only doing it in United States based national cemeteries. And now that they're um, getting more and more donations, they're able to go to more and more places and uh, lay reefs at more and more places. Yeah, there's another thing that you can do, too, when you go to sponsor them. I, I forgot to mention this a moment ago. Obviously, you can choose, you know, a custom amount of reefs you want to sponsor. You can sponsor one for $17 or so forth and so on. And then you can also pair a wreath. Uh, with the gift to be delivered to your house or a loved one or a friend, you can do it in honor and memory of, uh, you can show your support. There's so many things to help do this and, and to carry on a legacy per se. Um, I know some people are going to be like, that's not a legacy though. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it is for <laughs> us. Um, JJ, you got anything from us? Amazon? I do not. Of course, program. Don't. And check it out. There's the uh, <laughs> there's the Salisbury uh, National Cemetery, and then the uh, North Carolina Vietnam Memorial is nearby. So check it out. And see if they're uh, involved in either of those places. Mm -hmm. uh, word up. Uh, no questions. I'm just impressed uh, with the, her dedication, and uh, you know the fact that you truly, truly care enough to. Uh, Make sure this mission gets carried out. It means a lot to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> it's the tiniest things that really explode into something. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's really amazing how much the tiniest little thing can make the difference. 
Yeah, and talking about uh, visiting and, and looking for cemeteries and, and stuff like that, also over on readsacrossamerica.org, if you're interested in finding a local group that supports them, you can check, uh, you can click on groups and they have like a ton of pages, um, like four or five pages over there filled with local support groups uh, that support Reads Across America. Uh, Joel, I was going. I was going to say from MBR Radio, and then I started to call. <laughs> but uh, Joel from MBR Radio, do you have any Sorry. questions, comments, suggestions, concerns for Miss Alice Zamazon? So uh, I was having some audio uh, issues, so I was able to hear the back part of the interview, and I just wanted to ask a question. I'm not for sure if it was already asked, but with this work that you do. Uh, do you know the story about like how many quarters, how many nickels, how many dimes that you're supposed to put on uh, the gravestone at the memorial? They actually ask at national cemeteries that you don't put um, coins or stones or um, things of that nature on the graves because oh. uh, when they come in and do maintenance, then it um, has potential to kick it up and damage other gravestones. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's just like a moral thing that uh, some of the service people went to, uh, go to the cemetery and use. Uh, I just I just wondered if you had used that or if you knew about it. That's all. I'm familiar with it, but for anybody who's listening who probably hasn't heard of it, um, do you want to let them know what the pennies, nickels, and dimes and quarters means? I was going to have to ask a refresher quest because I would have to literally Google it. I was just wondering if you okay. it was, if you can explain to us, I'd, I'd love to. Okay. So the different coin represents how close you were to the person uh, whose name is on the memorial for the person whose gravestone you're visiting. Um, like a penny, it's like a penny for your thoughts. You're a person who walked by and you cared. Um, and uh for example, a quarter would be if um, you were real fucking close to that person and you may have even been with that person when they died. Um, it kind of represents how close you were uh, to the person who's being memorialized. So when it comes to things like uh, the Vietnam Wall Memorial or when it comes to other uh, big memorials, um, the coins, um, it originally would kind of help with the maintenance of the memorial or the site but now it's uh more of a memorial thing than a financial thing i'm so glad that i asked that because i, I it, a, a person asked me yesterday and i was wondering about that and i found out that you're here so i figured i'd ask you that <laughs> thank you so much you for that knowledge i really appreciate it even though it came out like stuttering stan <laughs> yeah that's fine i've been stuttering plenty during this thing too <laughs> Yeah, just just to be clear with everybody, so the quarter represents it's supposed to represent you were there when he or she died, but in today's modern society, it could mean that you were just super close. You were their brother or their sister. Uh, a yeah. dime is that you actually served together. Uh, a nickel is you went to basic training or some sort of training together, and then a penny is like uh, Alice was saying, you just visited their grave in memory of. Um, so for me, like if I was visiting Ken's memorial, it would be 36 cents because we were super fucking close. We were brothers. Uh, we served together in Iraq. And obviously I visited his gravestone. Um, for some people, it's the whole gambit. And I've been to some 
and you would just be amazed at how many coins are on a gravestone because in some cemeteries they won't clean them as as far as like mm-hmm. real, you're right they won't take stuff off of them because it's it's really disrespectful to take stuff off of a gravestone if you didn't know that mm-hmm. um yeah it's, yes <laughs> there's a yeah, lot of- they're at the um but up here at the crash site uh, where the uh, AWACS went down here on Elmendorf, you know, we lost 27 souls, not only in American lives, but Canadian ones as well. Yeah. And we had a couple of uh, young civilians, I should say, that, that never served, that their you know, fathers or whatever did. That we took them out there just to see it, you know, and show them where it went down and how close it was to where the C-17 went down up here. And, uh, of course, there at the memorial site, there was a couple of bottles of liquor, and the dude, one of the guys, was actually reaching down to grab it. I'm like, "Motherfucker, you touch it, I'm breaking your arm." Yeah. What? Yeah, to so like, that dude, person, that's... it probably looked like liquor. They didn't realize they probably didn't realize it was pouring one out for a friend. Exactly, and I had to, you know, explain that to him. So yeah, again, it's it's one of those matters of respect. And once he, once I explained it to him, he's like, "Oh, really? They do that all the time." I'm like, "Well, it depends on the person." You know, yeah. if, they, if they if they serve with that person and they shared the drink with that person and, you know, they're, they're honoring, remembering them. Yeah, they're going to. They're going to leave it there, you know, but at the same time, you don't respect, disrespect, you know, a, a memorial site like that, you know, where all these, you know, lives were lost. So it, it kind of set him back, if you know what I'm saying. I've come I think most it. people have the intent of doing the right thing and he had the intent of cleaning up trash. But um, education is the big thing. If you oh, go yeah. to the Reads Across America site um, on all of their promotional material, uh, they got educating the next generation. Um, that's a big part of their mission statement, too. Yeah. And for those wondering where all this money goes to when you when you sponsor Reads and all, if you actually go to ReadsAcrossAmerica.org and you go down to the bottom of the page, it actually has a part of, of our financials and it breaks it down seamlessly. Um, they do good stuff throughout the year as well, not just Reads once a year. So don't think that they're paying $17 for a Reads. Um, I'm <laughs> sure they get some sort of discount or something, but they also do other stuff. Um, so please go get your knowledge up on that. Um, I love what they're doing. I, I've heard great things. Like I said, I had no fucking clue they had a website. And it's 2024. <laughs> I should have known, but you know, I know everybody got a website. I mean, I know some people that refuse to have a website. I actually tried to get somebody <laughs> that uh, done some work for me not too long ago. I was like, hey, man, you, you're talking about wanting work and this, that and the other. I was like, if nobody can contact you or see what kind of work you do, they're not going to contact you. He's like, word of mouth, man, word of mouth. I was like, look, if you're a movie, if you're a song, if you're a television show, absolutely. Word of mouth is still the greatest marketing strategy on planet Earth. Nothing beats it. I said, but dude, you build fucking houses. You you, you do fucking contract work. <laughs> you need to get Word a Word of mouth only gets you so far. Exactly. I was like, you need to get out there. I was like, you don't even have to maintain it. I'll maintain it for you <laughs> for free. All you got to pay for is the $10 a year for the goddamn domain. You ain't even got to accept emails. Like just put your phone number on there and they can call you. That's it. Nope. <laughs> nope. I was like, I, um, is there anything else, Alice, that you'd like to say about Reads Across America or anything for that matter? 
Um, well, on the topic of the wreaths, uh, not a lot of people know this, but they have these little tags that are on um, every wreath and there's a written number and that's intended for the person who's putting down the wreath. Um, if you show up to do the wreath laying, uh, you can pull the little tag um, off of the wreath and then uh, that can be your token of, hey, I laid down this wreath. I got one uh, from every year that I showed up to do wreaths across America and it's um, something that I hold on to. Yeah, a little memento. I like that. Yeah. I actually, I get these fucking email marketing fucking emails from the BFW constantly. It doesn't matter if I put it in a spam folder or a subscriber or not. I still get them. <laughs> but anyway, I got one for their, uh, they have a store. If you didn't know, the BFW has a goddamn store. Yes, they sell <laughs> Surprise. Um, but they actually have this velvet bag made especially for bullet shells after a 21 gun salute. And I thought that was like. It, like I wouldn't buy it from the BMW. That sounds special, right? I thought that was yeah. cool because I've got quite a few um, from family members and friends. But I was like, that would be so cool because I remember kids back in the day when they would have like the Veteran Day Memorial Parade or whatever, and they do the twenty one gun salute at the end. They would run to that fucking field and try to get a shell, and I'm like, man, if y'all only knew what those shells actually meant, like. <laughs> Even then, but yeah, um, I thought that was so cool. I was like, I should have done that when I was a kid, but I'm a dumbass idiot. Um, (laughs) like trailer trash. Uh, anyway, I know you said you didn't have a whole lot of time you could be on. You said you could be on for a little bit, so I don't want to, you know, take. Uh, I can stick around. Oh, oh, can't. Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't chase her off. Um, for those wondering, you can go to reesacrossamerica.org and find out more about that. We'll also have it in the podcast description as well as we'll be making some posts over the next week <clears throat> to remind you all of that. And uh, hopefully we can get you guys in on that uh, to do a little bit if you're able to. Obviously, if you're not, obviously, it's understandable. Um, but that would be something, especially if you've got kids, that would be something nice to explain to your kids. Hey. This is why we do this. You know, those traditional things that have lost, that America America has fucking lost. (laughs) Apparently, Bo has lost how to speak fucking American English. Um, Apparently. I've I've been watching too much British shit lately, man. (laughs) You're speaking Klingon there for a second. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder, dude. Um, god damn. Anyway, let's go around the proverbial table as we do every week. Mr. Oink, how was your week this week? Oh, not too shabby. Uh, like you said, we had Six's birthday. We uh messaged the old fart and wished him a happy birthday. He actually shares a birthday with Mark Martin, NASCAR racer, in case you didn't know, but uh, just a couple years difference, not not many. Uh, but other than that, it was another another week of you know work and then home, sleep, eat, rinse, repeat. So, yeah, not too bad, not too bad though. What was that? Number six. Is that what he drove? Yeah. Mark Martin. Yeah. The Valvoline. Yeah. Ba- uh, right. The white <laughs> it was white for the longest of fucking time. And then they switched it to black. Try, trying to fucking be the intimidator, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, black sells better. Right. Nobody can be. Uh, oh, fuck, I can't think of his name. Dude would fucking race a full race smoking and just leaning in a seat about like Dale Earnhardt 
But Dale Earnhardt didn't smoke. He did the whole time. Uh, but dude would fucking sit there and use it. He had a fucking cigarette lighter. The uh, kids don't know what we're talking about. He had a cigarette push cigarette lighter in his fucking race car. Dude would fucking drive the whole fucking race. One, so many races. It's like smoking help this dude. Like. <laughs> He was just supporting the sponsor of Winston, you know, no big deal. <laughs> can't do that no more. Can't can't yeah, support right. Winston and Camels. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Joe Cool over here. <laughs> oh my God. Um Word dog. How's your week been? What dog? I went through poopy. I've been pretty good, man. Nothing big happening. Um no doctor's appointments, anything like that. Everything's just been uh Still trying to prepare for SHOT Show uh, next week. Just getting ready to take off for Vegas. Oh, you, you, you're going to hit the slot machines, right? Oh, no. I'll, I'll just be there to film the <laughs> brand new guns and gear. And I'm not much of a gambler. <laughs> He's like, nah, man, I ain't going to be the hangover. Fuck that. <laughs> I've seen that movie. I've seen all three of them. <laughs> I don't want to end up like Mike Tyson with a damn tattoo on my face. <laughs> <laughs> where were they at? Where, where were they at when he ended up with that tattoo? Was it Mexico that they went to? Because it was the tiger and shit, and he fucking ends up in the end of the fucking movie. He's got a tattoo on his face like Mike Tyson. <laughs> I know it was it was Vegas. Oh shit, that was so good. I love those movies. The fucking Hangover movies. Fucking great movies. Anyway, uh, Joe, how's your week, man? Uh, that's good. It was good. You know, I had my struggles, but uh, you know, Sergeant Wardog, he uh without without knowing it, it kinda kinda helped me a little bit, you know. Um but other than that, everything everything's been great. I've been uh working on different videos for D V radio for the streaming and stuff, so I hope you like it. Cool deal, cool deal, cool deal. Um JJ, that's who I was, I was like, what's his name? <laughs> I had to fucking get over to Zoom. I was like, don't know dude's name. <laughs> dude, dude's been to my house, ate my food, used my bathroom. I don't know. He's, he's within driving distance. He can come visit and kick your ass. <laughs> right? I'm like, what's dude's name? We've given each other a hug. What's the motherfucker's name? <laughs> How's your week been, man? It's been good. I finished uh, the first big uh, art project of uh, the year, and uh, the video uh, will premiere on YouTube tomorrow morning. And um, just moving forward, I would uh, love to do the cleanup on Saturday, but I am doing a live pen turning class. on Saturday, so unfortunately, I won't be able to go. Hey, there's always next year. Yeah, but yeah, that's just it. Is I'm, I'm going to check out, uh, see what's going on next year. Yeah. Um, just so everybody knows, I'm not laughing at JJ. I'm laughing at White because he's a dick right now. That's why he just did him. White's on the ball with the with the uh, gifs in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, As usual, <laughs> <laughs> that face like JJ's doing that. Yeah, he's just sitting there like, "Get off my lawn, motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> anyway, 
<clears throat> what you got coming up, JJ? Well, like I said, I get the pen turning class next Saturday. Um, plenty of slots open for that. Uh, and uh, I got a. I'm probably going to turn a little hollow form. I got to shoot the next uh, YouTube video. Um, so I'm just kind of trying to figure out what I'm putting on the lathe next. Probably going to break out some more of that really, really beautifully figured um, spalted elm because I didn't seal the ends of it. So I really need to turn it, get it off the wood pile. Um, and uh, yeah, just, I'm just, Kind of refocusing uh, marketing, marketing uh, vending was shit. The yeah. economy is shit. Um, and well, look, uh, look, look. <laughs> we can't blame it all on economy with these fucking vending the bench you've been to, <laughs> dude. Everybody's fucking broke, though. I mean, for real, everybody's broke. But, so I'm but, focused on. I'm but we got on the, uh, the, look. We got we got to get the visitors the benefit of the doubt. The few visitors that were there just happened upon most of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some of the events were were just fucking whack, but some of those. Anyway, so yeah, I'm just gonna focus on uh, the. Um, I'm gonna focus on on building my YouTube following and monetizing that. And I I fucking filled out the the online form to monetize my reels on Facebook. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Facebook. I do too, man. I'm with you. God, I loathe Facebook. I loathe it. I, I just abhor it. Facebook is like the sludge at the bottom of the septic tank of the internet. It's lower than 4chan. God damn it. <laughs> and 4chan is a horrible place, kids. Yes, it is. <laughs> Reddit ain't got shit on 4chan. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm just, you know what, I'm going to focus more on uh, doing art for art's sake, shooting video and, you know, developing the video for that and uh, um, hopefully build uh, enough sales that way to support my tool buying habit because that's why I sell my pieces so I can buy more tools. <laughs> that's the way to go. It's funny you say buy more tools. Uh, my Stylophone Gen X1 showed up today and I was playing with it all fucking day. For those that don't know, this, the Stylophone was developed in 1968 after the creator uh, was fixing a toy piano for his niece and just got the idea to replace the keys with a circuit board and put some metal on it and make it go. And then a couple years later, David Bowie was like, oh, I have ideas. And he added it to the Space Oddity album. And... That's where most of your something comes from today. <laughs> the, the more you know. Somebody asked me, they were like, why did you buy that? And I was like, look, I have always been fascinated with sound. I don't know why. I can't explain it. But to me, to be able to sit there while fixing a fucking toy piano and go, hey, let me put a circuit board in here and create sound and then get so many sounds that your head fucking wants to explode <laughs> boggles my mind. Like who the fuck? Obviously the dude that created it. Right. But outside of that guy, who the fuck's sitting there putting a toy piano together going, Hmm. I wonder how I can make this profitable. 
Oh, I know. I'll put a computer circuit board in it, put some little foils over this, make a 14 key row, and then voila, add a pin with a metal tip and you have sound. <laughs> like that's <laughs> basically what he did. <laughs> that's all he did. <laughs> it's like, it, I, I'm amazed. I just, something so simple can be so intricate, right? Like it, it amazes. I mean, a flute, a flute is very simple to create, but it is so intricate in what you can create with it. A guitar, so simple to create, so intricate in what you can create. It's amazing to me. Like a microphone. Microphones were very simple objects when they were first created. They were basically a can with some wire and a diode. And that was it. <laughs> and that made this voice go, today... And World War One, <laughs> like, <laughs> not that it was called World War One, but like it just amazes war me. War to end all wars. Yep. <laughs> the Nazis invaded Europe. <laughs> uh, Wait, you mean people didn't actually World talk war like that back too. then? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't Nazis back then. Anyway, <laughs> it's the voice. It's the voice that matters. Just hearing that, because like today, when when a voice actor gets a, a a call sheet and it tells you how to read it, it says announcing voice, but don't be an announcer. It's like, okay, do you want me to talk like this and call the nineteen twenty eight World Series, or or do you want me to be like today on Dateline? Like, what do you want me to do? No, you got to do the Disney up next on. <laughs> no, nope, 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 no. <laughs> My favorite, and I think most people's favorites, was Movie Guy. <laughs> you guys remember the voice for the movies back in the late 80s, all the way up until like the mid 2000s, late 2000s when before he died? In a I mean, world the, the of nouns yep. and verbs. Yep. Yep. Coming soon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so many people try to replicate that and none of us will ever be able to beat that man. Like so fucking iconic. Oh culture. It's a bitch. <laughs> Bacteria is the only culture some people got. True. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Miss Alice, how was your week? My week was all right. I'm getting ready for a cold spell. It's about to get down in the teens and 20s. I might wear a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to swallow my drink. I might wear a hoodie. It's getting so cold. Oh, no. <laughs> I get all kinds of evil stares whenever I walk through Walmart in t-shirt and jeans when it's 30-something or 40-something. I'm sure you get evil stares if you walk up to a cash register and wait on a cashier nowadays at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. A scene where uh, Sam's Club is like, we will no longer check your receipts at the door. Oh, God, you're a member. We trust you. Yeah, I just say no thank you anytime a Walmart employee tries to check my receipt. Yeah, it's like over to AI. They're they're trusting AI to watch the cameras now. 
I know. It's like, bitch, you trusted me enough to not train me on your cash register. So you can trust me enough not to look at my fucking receipt when I walk out the door. Go fuck well, yourself. I just say no thank you. Yeah, like, and then the I've seen where some of them are asking for tips. Who the fuck am I tipping myself? <laughs> like, I'm not tipping cows last time I checked in the fucking middle of the goddamn store at checkout. Like, I fucking check. It, 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 it's funny. A few years ago, I actually had it out with somebody on my personal Facebook page. That self-checkout would not get rid of employees and it would not increase prices. And I was like, guarantee you in five to six years, it will. Looky here, ladies and gentlemen, five to six years later, (laughs) employees have lost jobs and prices have increased due to self-checkout and companies have admitted it. But what the fuck does Bo know? (laughs) Anyway, off my soapbox. (laughs) Anyway, let's go once more around the proverbial table. Or last thoughts of this evening. Joel from NBR Radio. I just wanted to say thank you so much, Alex, for being here today. And I'm sure that I'm not the only one. I'm sure that you educated a lot of people uh, with, with the coin story. And wow, I, I didn't know that the some cemeteries um, have been like thrown away because of the, the mower and stuff. So that's good information. So thank you for coming on the air and, and I appreciate you, what you do for our veterans. I appreciate you guys for having me on. I appreciate that too. And they don't throw it away. They just ask that you don't leave it. And most memorials, uh, they appreciate leaving that kind of stuff. Just not at national cemeteries. Y'all motherfuckers don't leave me a damn Mason jar full of moonshine. When I die, I'm a fucking <laughs> y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> And not that John Snyder stuff either. I'm going to tell you what. I got some John Snyder revenueers. And we got all three of their flavors. We got their original, their blackberry, and their apple pie. And when we take a sip, I mean, we take a sip, like a cap full, just to taste to see what it tastes like. Blackberry tasted just like fucking blackberries. The apple pie had a hint of apple in it. And that 101 proof original corn and salt or sugar fucking moonshine. Look. Look, I've I've had some high proof fucking moonshine. This shit, this shit right here, and I'll tell you, like I told the guys in pre-show, it felt like somebody rubbed anal lubricant all over my goddamn <laughs> lips after I took a swig. My fucking lips were so goddamn numb for like 15 minutes. I could have blew fire so goddamn hot, it would have made the sun look like the moon. Oh my fucking god, John. It wasn't Uncle Jesse's recipe. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> that shit would have made his fucking car lift off and beat fucking, uh, what is it, SpaceX to Mars. Like, that shit was fu- I'm telling you, man. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, JJ. Uh, I got nothing. I'm spent. <laughs> Just like a dude playing with his wood. Um, Sergeant Wardog. <laughs> yes, the psych ward gang is uh, my way of representing mental health in the military community. But in all seriousness, if you run into any type of mental health crisis, do not be ashamed nor afraid to dial the digits 988 and choose option one. Again, uh, just as I had to. Uh, do not be ashamed nor afraid if you run into any type of mental health crisis to use the digits 988 and choose option one. Have a great week. Salute. 
Miss Alice. I want to expand on that about 988. It's not only for suicidal ideations. It's also for if you're having any kind of mental health crisis, like if you're having a panic attack, if you're um, angry to the point where you feel like police might be called, if um, something's going on that you can't manage, 988 is the place to call for that. Um, I've been waiting for, it's been about two years. I've gone without a mental health appointment and I had some uh, crises about six months ago and I called 988. They got me hooked up with a um, service outside of the VA that provides free, free therapy. Um, 988 does more than just suicide, any kind of mental health crisis. Absolutely. Go check out 988 if you need to. Uh, before I head over yes. to Boink, please don't forget we do have other shows here at dvradio.net, and it's not the Scooby Hour. Instead, we have Affinity <laughs> Protocol from Affinity Innovations with our boys Chris, Paul, and Little Chris. It airs every other Tuesday at 2030, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time right here on dvradio.net and on their Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash affinity defy. And also, we have Bullets, Blades, and Hooks with Sergeant Wardog and our Mr. Recoil, who could not be here with us tonight. It's, uh, they, they got some stuff in, 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 in the works. Just hold on. Just hold tight. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, after the year, some of us had, Breaks needed to be taken. All right. Just, just, yep. just, just wait. Um, so Mr. Oink. Of course. And Hey, if 980 is not an option and you don't feel that it can be an option, you just need to talk about anything. There is other uh, providers out there. And one of those that we like to support is objective zero. Uh, you can, uh, become volunteer, even become a pathfinder to get support and you get that support through text, voice, or video chat. So again, head over to objective zero. If you just needed to chat with somebody, there's always a pathfinder willing to talk to you 24 seven. That was only, um, yep. All, all he forgot to add was that's all, folks. Um, but <laughs> don't forget, you have free shipping on all orders through January 16th at dvradio.net. Just click on the DV Radio store. We do have the first design of the net of the 12 out this year for the DV Radio anniversary year because it began in 2014. This is 2024. So it's a whole year or long thing because some people like to delete podcasts and not tell me when the actual date was. Um, again, if you do have those original podcasts that are not on Podbean and you'd like me to put them up, please send them to me at info at dvradio.net and or oink at dvradio.net. Just put the date and attach the file. It must be MP3. Um, don't give me a link. Don't give us a virus because you will be... Um, what do you call it? Uh, Blacklisted. Dead. Not, not, not just that. Uh, we will uh, serve you. Yes, we will serve you. And I don't mean in the nice way either. I mean, to the fullest extent of state and federal laws, because that is breaking the law. <laughs> Literally. Um, so please be nice. Send us those MP3 files if you have those and we will get them up because it's, it's part of DV radio history. Uh, also, dvfarm.org, we still need to raise that 25 grand. So please help us with that. Uh, also, the designs, we have two special designs coming out. Uh, I hit somebody up last night. Can't wait to get those designs. They'll be out later this year. Um, and uh, they're all original. 
can't wait to see them. Hope you guys like them too. Uh, plus the, the designs I've already got out. Um, cause I, I changed my mind on, on some of the designs. I was like, Psh, I don't want to do this design no more. Let me do this design. <laughs> so I hit somebody up. I was like, do this design for me, please. I pay you. I pay you. I pay you good money. Um, <laughs> you work for me. I give you money. <laughs> All right. For everybody here, that is Oink JJ, Sergeant War Dog, Alice the Amazon, and Joel from MBR Radio. I'm Boner Wood. You just heard Barry's talk right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. Until next week, Futsicles. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.